Hello and welcome everyone to the Almost Awesome Podcast, the only podcast scientists say makes you smarter listening to it. I'm your host, Tanner Rainhirsch, and today we will be reviewing Jordan Peele's latest horror film, Us. A story of us. As Peele's second movie as director after Get Out, there was obviously a lot of excitement and, of course, a lot of expectations for this one and I can say that this movie lives up to all of that. Now, the movie Us is about a woman named Adelaide, played by Lupita Nyong'o, who is on vacation with her husband and kids at their summer home near Santa Cruz. Adelaide is nervous about staying there because, as a child, while vacationing at the beach at Santa Cruz with her parents, she gets lost due to their her parents' neglectful nature, and she ends up in a house of mirrors and comes upon a girl who looks exactly like her. This traumatizes her as a child and makes her reluctant to go. Now, after her traumatizing experience, she grew up, eventually got better, learned to express herself through dance, and eventually found her voice again. And got married, settled down, and have some kids thus leading to the events of this film. That night, after their first day of spending there at their summer home, the family's summer home is invaded by four people who turn out to be exact doppelgangers for the family and have to fight to survive and uncover some very dark secrets. Now, this movie shows that Jordan Peele is becoming a master of suspense, and has a real talent for exploring metaphors. From the, very, from the very beginning, you feel the unease Adelaide has knowing what she saw as a kid and the paranoia it brings even when she's trying to enjoy her time with her family. Her husband, Gabe, played by Winston Duke, who also had a starring role in Black Panther, as well as Lupita, serves as the main source of comedy in this film, as the lovable oaf of a husband, but it also helps bring some levity to the film when it needs it, because this is a very tense film. The kids have their own quirks, and their own little personalities for little kids, but what I appreciate is that it never got too annoying, and actually their quirks turn out to be important to the plot, and they also have their own growth as characters. So, that's what I like. There was no useless characters. Nothing got in the way of the plot as far as character development, which is always good. A lot of horror movies fall into that trap with annoying characters that you're just like, why are they even here? But, like I said, doesn't get into that. Now, all of these performances complement our leading actress's portrayal of both the protagonist and, of course, the antagonist, Adelaide and Red, respectively. Red being the evil doppelganger of Lupita Nyong'o's character. I know it might be too early to say who should be nominated for an Oscar, since we just had the Oscars right now, but I think we should already give all of them to Lupita, she betrays 
both the Hannibal Lecter and Agent Starling characters in this movie. And she's acting she's acting opposite of herself. And both performances are amazing. Her intensity and raw emotion has so much more layers to her performance that someone who is just scared like Adelaide or someone who is just being sadistic like Red. It's a performance so good, you don't even realize all of the subtle nuances until the movie is finished and you understand everything and it makes you think back to everything Adelaide and Red did and it makes sense. Red is absolutely terrifying and her low, raspy voice uh, raspy voice makes you hinge on every word she says. And the fact that she knows everything Adelaide knows, because she is her, makes you feel the helplessness the family feels. Not knowing, like, what can we do? Like, we, she, they're up against the ultimate enemy themselves, which is ultimately the main point of this film. The us-versus-them mentality, but the us in this film is also them. <laughs> Now this story also uh, now this story is all about how Adelaide fighting not only to save her family but to conquer the trauma that she experienced as a child in the past while also not losing control of her own life. I'm not going to get into spoilers here because I honestly think it's better to watch it and experience it, which is always the best thing to do with a movie. Um, and sometimes I do talk about spoilers, but I might do something like that later on where I talk about all the themes of this movie, but that's a topic of its own film or its own video. I've already seen a bunch of videos online where people are trying to explain the ending and the themes of this movie to where it seems to be running contradictory to what Jordan Peele has said that this film is about that I honestly want to wait before we start dissecting that and have him explain a little bit of the movie because all these themes are fascinating to think about. So, and it's impossible to talk about it without spoiling it, but um, this movie is definitely something that's worth seeing multiple times because you get something out of every time you see it. I've only seen it once. I need to see it again because it is that movie that makes you go, wait, I I need to see this again because the movie was telling me something. <laughs> the ending of this movie, though, without giving too much away, is very grand and bittersweet. I honestly didn't love it as much as I did Get Out. Now, don't get me wrong. The movie is still really good, and Get Out, in my opinion, is a masterpiece. But, and this might be giving a little bit away, but just to illustrate my point, there is a lot of death in this film, and that is generally very depressing for me, when there's just a huge amount of death, and it's very, the tone is a little... Like I said, it's it's bittersweet, and there's lots of huge implications. 
the ending does make you go back to many of the scenes and go, wait, that doesn't make sense. Or, like I said, has the huge implications that this plot has. And it has been inviting many people online to claim that there were more plot holes than actual plot. Well, I can confidently say I could not think of any plot holes. There are weird moments with the doppelgangers where you start to think of the logical infallacies or inconsistencies. But, I mean, you can do that and nitpick that with any film. And it doesn't detract from the plot at all because you are so engrossed by the story. It's only after the movie is over and you have a chance to catch your breath do you really think about it. And that's where you can get into nitpicky territory. Ultimately, the personal struggles of the film that the family goes through are so thrilling you cannot turn away. And the metaphors might be a little bit heavy-handed, but it's in a good way, and it makes you think. And that's exactly what a film should do. The ending might have had just been a little too much in terms of execution, pun intended, but not in terms of social commentary, but rather what actually happens in the story that gets us there. Again, go see the movie and we can have a discussion about it. Uh, but whether or not you are a horror movie fan, I highly recommend this film. If you want a laugh, a gasp, or to be morally confused all at the same time. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of horror films. I've generally never really enjoyed them. Like it it kind of goes back into my personal feelings about um a lot of horror stuff is very pessimistic. And honestly, I feel like pessimism is kind of stops a movie dead because pessimism is all about nothing will change, nothing good can happen, and that honestly stops a story from progressing. And a lot of horror films are like that, especially now. But this movie is one of the movies that's breaking that mold. And while some people might be rubbed off on, like, all the big ideas about it trying to make a statement, I don't even think it makes a big enough statement like Get Out does as far as race issues. Um, it doesn't really have anything to do with race. Um, or maybe it does. Maybe somebody has an opinion that it does, and I would like to hear that. Because um, that's what's nice about this kind of film is that it invites – after the movie's done, it invites so many different perspectives and so many different theories and ideas that that's what makes that fun and interesting when this kind of movie comes out. It makes you think. And when you think, it makes you smarter. It makes your brain bone working. So even though I didn't love it as much as Get Out, I still think it's a great film, and I'm definitely going to want to see it again. And I hope I've encouraged you to go see it. So, thank you all for tuning in to this episode, and I will see you next time.